Jim. My baby. Intro this app. What's up, guys? Danger Doe here. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Jarcast episode. Seventy-eight. Uh, Se- I don't even know anymore. Seventy-eight. Um, both. Roll the dice. Can Snake you, can eyes. You, can you add a um gif thing? Nope. Dice rolling. Nope. Off my hand. I cannot do that. Zoom in on my hand. Nope. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why? Wow, lazy. Well, because, you know, I just got a six-page video to edit and do stuff with. Nah, nothing big. No no big deal. None of that. Yeah. So, uh, this is the Jar, jar Show. What, what's it called? The Jar Media Posdact. The, yeah, the Pussy Cut Show. A. Mm-hmm. Ah. I went back behind the camera because I saw one comment that said, Wow, you're you're a massive idiot, and then I never want to go back in front ever to be again. Fair, you did look like a massive idiot in front yeah. of camera. Yeah, I always look like a a pink pogo when I'm in front of the camera. You it look pisses like, me off. You look you kind of look like a pink pogo when you're in front of the camera. That's what I was fucking thinking. You know what I mean? It's because we're brothers. So um, James is finally back. Um, From his trip to Portugal. How was your trip in Portugal, Get off James? Get your phone. Fucking bitch, he's just always on his phone. And, uh, Ruben, he was at a wedding. Um, his own wedding. He didn't invite us, which I thought was quite rude. So instead we've got, uh, what are they called again, Jim? Um, Steve and Buscemi. Nope. <laughs> they were called, what the fuck are they called? Uh, Brit Stone, what was it? Uh, Crack. Crack and Smack. Crick. Smack and crack. <laughs> Smack and crack. How you doing, guys? I wonder, pretty happy. How about you there, over there? <laughs> I'm never gonna ask them a question again. <laughs> How come they've got a higher pitched voice than than Dick? Dick was like, I really want to be on the podcast, <laughs> and then they're like, oh. I thought that was Schwepp. No, Schwepp was there. Fuck, we haven't told them about Schwepp yet. Maybe we should keep it a secret still. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Um, so what's on the agenda on this show, Jim? What have you been up to since the last Jarcast? Uh, been a busy baby? Tell you what I done. Yeah, I've been busy. I, I gone and done seen the, the Emoji movie. Yeah? That was an embarrassing experience. Yeah? Went by myself to Bath on my own. And on a, on a pouring rainy day. Was it rainy? It was pissing it down. I actually had to go into a. Uh, I had to go into a Debenhams and buy a, an umbrella because it was so soggy, and I was where I chose to wear my fucking suede shoes on that day. I, I, I my my strategy was to dress um, as formal as possible and bring in like a notepad, so I at least maybe inspired the idea of oh he's he's not a creep who's who's yeah. gone by himself to see the emerging movie. He's coming <laughs> with a purpose. I'm not sure what the purpose is. But perhaps there is a, a deeper meaning to this costume. Whip out a machine gun. Then if I just wore like a hoodie. You know? A little bit. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk anymore about yeah, that. Yeah, you've got your... Because I've got my six-page video on that one. I I'm thought it was alright, though. You didn't go. You were supposed to go with me. But you abandoned me. No. You abandoned me to go and see it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
we've got Reddit questions, or we can talk about. There is something we do need to talk about, actually. Something quite on pressing. That subje- sub- subject. So ASAP. basically, whenever you come here, we end up on Netflix for a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but for one purpose in particular, there's this show on Netflix, at least in the UK, called um, Real Rob. What do you mean, at least in the UK? Well, it's different in each country. The licensing is different, oh, right. which means someone in America or you know, I don't know fucking Sweden or something. Real Rob recorded in London. <laughs> but Real Rob is Rob Schneider's, I guess, sitcom. Yeah. What is it? Comedy. Rob Schneider's comedy. Um, it is a sitcom. It's a situation. Yeah. Comedy. But then, like every comedy is like a situation. A comedy is is derived from a situation, is isn't it? Amy Schumer. Live. Nope. That would be a that would be a live, you know, stand-up performance. Yeah. Well, there you go, Alex. Although when it's when it's Amy Schumer doing it, it's a live, beached whale. <laughs> Alex, that's really like. Sorry, that was out of, out of hand. You know. Amy oh, Schumer's that wasn't a funny very funny. Much like Amy Schumer. <laughs> I've never seen anything with Amy Schumer in. She is so bad. What have you seen her in? All I've seen Nothing, is that video where it's like it's like two 20-minute videos of someone breaking down all the jokes she's stolen from other things. I've I've seen that, but I've I've just watched a bunch of like her doing stand-up. It's really unfunny, isn't yeah. it? God, it is pathetic. She's just unfunny. really bad at delivering jokes. Yeah. I got so drunk that I blacked out. And then, oh my god, my pussy. Yeah. It always ends with, oh my god, my pussy. Because, Jim, you know, you, do you know what the most important thing about comedy is? Pussy? Nope. Begins with a T. Twat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're Amy Schumer. Wait. What? The most important thing to a comedy Timing. is... Timing. That's the one. You got it. You and if, it a and if saying it like yes, yep, yep, I think everyone who's ever said that has done timing. That every, every t- yeah, every time, every time from the from the nostalgia critic, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like go on your knees and do the? I'll start it again. <laughs> Just do the end bit. I can't remember how it goes at the end. Doesn't it just go... <laughs> I love the nostalgia critic. Oh, good man, Doug. So, Real Rob on Netflix is the worst thing I've ever seen. Rob Schneider. He fucking sucks. Rob Schneider might be the worst comedian he of all time. like... Because in a lot of comedies, like, a lot of characters are just assholes... Yeah, he thinks that that is like that's all. That's it, enough. That's that's all it like needs to be. I know. I'll write a show about being an asshole. Yeah. And it's like Rob, do you know anything about comedy? Clearly not. Mm-hmm. Like in that <laughs> one we watched today, he's at like some baby circle, whatever. Yeah. And like he just a... grabs a woman by her head and like shoves her to the yeah. ground. Yeah. Like as and a... that was the one thing I said. Hey, that's kind of funny. <laughs> but like. No, because that's something. Normally in this show, Real Rob, it's it's like this aimless, static... Him talking with his wife that can't speak. Yeah, it's it's basically this weird, like, passion project. He's like, yeah, I'm Rob Schneider. Um, man, my life's the greatest. Hey. It's really sad. Hey, Hey, studio, you got some money so I can make a (laughs) show about myself and my family? Here you go, Rob. Can you just leave us alone, please? We'll give you, like, 
a bit of money. <laughs> we'll give you thirty dollars. Yeah, and he's like, I'll take it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll. He sits down with his with his pen and paper, and he's like, Hmm. Well, I'll make it about me, of course. Uh, <laughs> who, who should I <laughs> who should I cast in it? Oh, uh, my beautiful wife, of course. And well, I just had a baby. Uh, everyone needs to see my beautiful baby. Everyone that's, cares that's about the, my baby. That's like the worst thing because he's got this wife that's like a quarter of his age. She, yeah, she's like twenty, and he's and she's 50. like Mexican. Mm-hmm. And he just like fucking shows her off. Wear this that makes your tits look huge, honey. Wear this tiny skirt that just covers your ass. So th- this is the, the the plot of the first episode was. Um, we've only seen three episodes. What the fuck was it? Well, it started with him. Honey, I want to touch your boobies, honey. Yeah. You will not touch my boobies. Come on, honey. Please. No, Rob. I'm a mother. Come on. I'll rape you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Um, (laughs) And episode two is is like this really unfunny thing where he's like, Hey, who's that over there? Oh, that's your stalker. My stalker? Yeah, that, that's in the first episode, isn't it? Is it? Because the second But I thought episode... the second episode has... The stalker has, like, his own thing. He's developed a bit more. But the fir- the second episode is the vasectomy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe the first episode is the stalker one. Is that one, like, 40 minutes long? <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> so... Every episode feels like two hours long. <laughs> so, um... In one of them, there's, like, this <laughs> this side plot thing about... There's this side plot thing about the uh, stalker. The stalker, yeah. And the stalker's like, "Hey, Rob, I know everything about you. I know your whole life." And Rob's like, "Hey, come on, man, that's not cool. Go away." And then he's like, "Do you want me to drive you to work?" And he's like, "Whoa, epic!" And then it ends. Yeah, th- then he goes back to being a stalker, though. Because he's like, I don't like you in my car. The, f- the, the point is, it's, it's, the, it's the worst comedy of all time. Like, I, and I'm, I'm not joking. Like, it's worse than... What's like a really lame comedy? You know, like, even The Big Bang Theory, something yeah. like that. Which I-, I personally don't find funny, but there are jokes in it, like, that have been written by somebody a little bit sometimes now and again um there's something there there are characters who all have like look or at least look different you know yeah and they're not like weirdly airbrushed to have like yeah. fucking crystal fucking laser eyes. eyes they look like superman right before yeah. he shoots lasers out of his eyes and it's really like bizarre shiny and weird yeah i i would recommend just out of pure curiosity's sake if you've got like 20 minutes to kill or even five minutes just to see what it's like just load up Real Rob on Netflix and just see what an atrocious fucking series that is. It is sad because like it's clearly this passion project. Well, he he thinks the problem is he thinks he's as genius as yeah. Seinfeld he, or he, Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah, he thinks people like love him because yeah. so much of it is about like, man, being a celebrity is so hard. Yeah, that's the joke. Every time it's and like he's always getting harassed by all, all his fans. Yeah, like, in real life, nobody gives a shit. About <laughs> Why, like, why are you always doing this? Yeah, because, like, Rob Schneider, everyone hates. 
He's yeah. never been in a good film. Like, remember the animal? That was brilliant. I remember seeing that when I was young, like the target demographic. The like, animal. yeah, I think it was called the animal, or animal, or something like that. I'm watching it, just feeling, and just feeling like I was creepy for watching it. <laughs> like I felt quite unsettled by it because it was like so unfunny and so. <sighs> I don't even just know crass. It's like he becomes an animal and he's like, Oh, look, there's a woman. Let's go sniff her little fucking booty, mate. <laughs> you know, I think. You know, it's been a long time. <laughs> then, of course, you move on from fucking real Rob and you go on a, a real comedy like Always Sunny or... We, we literally watch real Rob. Yeah. Then Peep Show. Then an episode of Peep Show, which is a, a an English comedy. Um, which is the most awkward thing you'll ever see. Intentionally. Intentionally, yeah. It's it's like cringy in I the don't know, which is more awkward, peep show, which is like really, really intentionally awkward, mm-hmm. or real Rob that's <laughs> really not. Um shit. I think that real Rob is more awkward. It's, it's because because really... he he actually thought that he was doing something clever yeah whereas peep show like is being clever in the way it's written mm-hmm. and the the performances and everything i just really hate watching real rob <laughs> i like hate it but i'm fascinated yeah, yeah, by it at the same time that's the trouble i can't watch more than one episode no it's it's just dull it's really boring it's dull because there's no like through line with anything no like all the all the best comedies have like different strings of plots that are going on at once and the plot I say plot loosely it's just like silly thing mm-hmm. and and comedic elements are called back to throughout it and jokes are set up and then there's a punchline normally you know yeah but there's there's none of that there are just like completely pointless scenes in real Rob where it's like okay so there's nothing funny about that it's not uh, like moving anything along in any way so what was the point of that at all the answer is there is none. So yeah, real Rob, um, a quite a backwards recommendation for that one. Like j- just like out of morbid curiosity, I would recommend it just to see how bad a comedy it's, it's can like be. It's like a reason f- for you to not try out doing like your own comedy thing. Like if you wanted to upload <laughs> an episode of yeah, it's like just hold on and think about what what you're making because like this is. That's the thing, though. Like, I feel like even amateur fucking, like, students could make better shit than that. I think they could because they're not blinded by their own ego. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ego is the biggest... It's a a ...crushing force. It's a crutch and a, uh... ...and the opposite of a crutch. Yep. Definitely. Was definitely listening to what you just said. We're going to go to Reddit now, because we haven't done Reddit in a while, and now's a good time, because we've been quite focused on this one so far. So we might actually answer some questions, and I had a little peek. They're not atrocious for once, which is something. So head over to our Jar Media or whatever the fuck, the Reddit page. Oh, put, put clapping in the back. Nope. Not going to do, do the that. dice thing now. <laughs> yeah, put laughing when I did that. <laughs> no, like, actually, not just you. No, I'm purposely not going to, so it's really awkward and real rubbish. 
I'm going to just replay every time something's awkward now. I'm just going to say, that was real Rob. <laughs> that was real rubbish. No, Rob has to be in there. Real rubbish. Work. Yes, real rubbish. That's, I mean, I was. That's the name of the episode, real rubbish. I thought it was first broadcast. No, we know it's the first broadcast. That's supposed to be something that we keep behind the scenes. I will edit that out. <laughs> no one heard that but we, we. Um, This question doesn't work at all Under the confines of, of this But I'm still going to ask it anyway What were your first impressions of each other? Uh, When I watched Jim Slop out of the fucking pussy When he was born I didn't, wa- I didn't watch Jim get born Born <laughs> I was like there he is Wait hey you were three years old. <laughs> I said it in that exact voice as well, like fucking <laughs> yeah. Stewie. Can you imagine me as Stewie? Ugh. My voice now, but in a three-year-old body, with my exact like attitude. Wow, Mum, that new Christopher Nolan movie had some problems. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that movie about the black tiny guy. Right, we tried watching that as well not long ago. <laughs> what the fuck's it called? Black tiny guy. <laughs> <laughs> Little, the little guy, something like that. Small guy. It's probably so, they. They would have worked black in there somehow because it's that guy. <laughs> the Wayans brothers. You know they're the most like profitable, um, like African Americans in that industry, really? like of all time. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a lot of competition, really. Yeah. What about Key and Peel? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you just you just made me compare Key and Peel to the Wayans in my head and it's like Jesus. To white girls. White girls compared to Keanu. Well Keanu was, was alright to be honest. Pretty funny. Didn't people shit on Keanu? I mean <laughs> a little bit, I guess. But I thought it was it Is was it fine. It's just not as good as the show. Yeah. What what it was was basically like one of the sketches, but as a whole yeah. movie, effectively, which I thought was fine. Like it wasn't particularly memorable or anything, but I had uh, enough laughs from it. And it wasn't one of those things where a lot of American comedies do this thing where everyone's just like trying to scream over each other to see yeah. who's the loudest. Even be the most Phil- Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Um, it does get really annoying. Does it annoy you? It no, really sunny. There was, there's this one episode in the season before the latest one, I think, where they're all in court. Yeah. I liked that episode. I thought it was funny. The I guy with the was... hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the guy with the hands and there's the guy with, like, a bird in his hat. Yeah. But, like, they just scream. Yeah. And Charlie Day just screams. <laughs> and he's, he, like, stutters and he's like... <laughs> That's a really good impression of him. I like Charlie Day in that yeah, show. Yeah, no, I really like him as well. He's he's like really funny, but I get what you mean. Like he, he has that trope to yibbity yabbity. He Charlie Day has to be in that show to work because in like horrible bosses and other things that he's been in, he's just awful. Yeah, just well, terrible. He, I feel like it's it's miscasting in those roles. Yeah. He was alright in Pacific Rim, actually. He was fine. He, he was... No, that actually really worked, I thought. That character, yeah. Fit, because, fit his sort like, of thing. Crazy scientist would yibbity-yab. Yeah. Yeah. But you know he writes some of the episodes of Always Sunny. 
does he? Yeah. Yeah, I think Always Sunny's really good all round. It is really good. Really, when it, when it hits, it is hysterically funny. Mm-hmm. It is really, really good. And it good. hits a lot of the time. So. Yeah. Like, I just, like, watched every episode of the new season. Yeah, I did as well. And there wasn't, there wasn't one I didn't They're like. They're, like, the perfect length as well. They're, like, 20 minutes. That's each. a thing. They don't ever say they're wel- welcome, and that's a thing that these, these American... I keep saying American because we, there are just way more of them, aren't there? Yeah. Um, comedies. There's a lot of really shit English comedy, so don't you <laughs> Keith Lemon, the movie. Just anything with him. <laughs> God, that guy is so awful. God. And my dad bought home that Bo Selector fucking DVD. I wasn't there for some reason. Really? Yeah, I never watched it. I just remember, like, for years, dad was just rave on about Bo Selector and how fucking hilarious it was. And I was, I always sort of, like, believed him a little bit because now and again he had mentioned things that he found funny and were funny. Um, can't think of an example right now. But that one, he bought home this fucking Bo Selector DVD and it, it it was so awful. It was fucking awful. It lasted like seven minutes and I was like, I'm going to turn this off because this is <laughs> so shit. And then we took it to like, you know, CEX or one of those trading yeah, places. I, re- I remember taking it there. And and the guy was like, <laughs> we can't give you anything for this. Yeah. And we were still like, just take it. <laughs> yeah, we just said take it. <laughs> so on the receipt, I remember looking for it and it was just Bo Selector or whatever the fuck it's called. Zero pounds and zero pence. <laughs> Just for nothing. What an atrocious fuck. I've forgotten that what I was talking about then. Where, where did that Sorry. come from? Uh, Dad's tastes. Uh, no, the, be- the, the beginning of this. That was such a mega tangent. Because t- Oh, Americans topic- shouting at each other. Yeah, but then why, would, why did that come up? The topic was... What were your first impressions of each other? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I what? don't know. Anyway. Oh, you... Okay, it started with you saying I slopped out of a pussy. <laughs> now that's comedy. <laughs> um, I mean, I can't have a first impression of you. Because I've literally known you my I could have had a, a first impression of you, but yeah. I was three. And my memory is so awful. Was it, was it similar to Boss Baby? That's another movie we watched recently as yeah, well. I don't know how to feel about the Boss Baby. I, I don't hate it, like... I don't hate it, but there's part of it that's that's troubling me. Because oh, I mentioned this kind of in my Emoji Movie video, but I guess this is like 22 minutes into this, whatever. I think that some of these studios are purposefully mm-hmm. releasing movies that aren't just bad, or, or, you know, the premise looks bad, but they're beyond atrocious. So they'll be Meme. memed. Like, memeing, I think, is actually becoming, like, an advertising strategy. Yeah, for sure. No, I've seen loads of people going to see the Emoji movie. Yeah. Just so they can tweet about how bad it was. Yeah. Like, not not people, like, even in your... Like, like I really stress in the video. Look, I saw it so you don't have to. Yeah. Like, it is not worth it. It literally is, is just rubbish. You don't need to waste your time. Like, the reason everyone's saying it's so bad is because it is bad. There's plenty out right now, which is good. Give your money to that. Like, it's not bad enough to be funny. We're not talking about, like, a real Rob thing where it's, like, just bizarre and how bad it is. It is, like, this corporate fucking sick creation. 
by a bunch of fucking fat cats in in Hollywood. You know, Sony fat Pictures. Baby. Well, that was DreamWorks. Boss Baby. Can't believe we sat through the whole thing. That, to give it credit, we I managed to sit through the entirety of the Boss Baby. So like, that's that something. I, I remember feeling a bit bored at times. Yeah, it was for like, sure. There were some really boring bits. I thought like that. The, there's some really awkward shit in it. Like, you know, the the sucking on the. Yeah, <laughs> they have to like suck a dummy to go into the like baby land. Yeah. Um, and so it's just sat there, this like four or five year old just sucking on a dummy, and Alec Baldwin playing a baby going mm-hmm. on a dummy, and it was like, it just made me feel weird. A lot but of like, moments no, the, in the it's film. It's the explanation before it that he gives. He you gotta says, suck. I'm gonna show you where babies come from. Put this in your mouth and suck. Yeah, that was And then it. he's like, ew, I'm not putting that in, in my mouth. I, I don't know where it's been. And then he says, it's not where it's been. It's where it will take you, I think. <laughs> How the fuck did you remember that so clearly? Quite memorable dialogue, that bit. It was actually really hilarious, and I laughed a lot. I laughed once. I just laughed every time, um, maybe twice. I laughed every time, like, a baby was just thrown. Yeah. Because that, that's funny to me. It's inherently funny, like... Just throwing a... Hurling a baby is just is just a, a, a ludicrous... Baby. Yeah, not a, a real not one. A real baby, it's just a ludicrous concept, and to see it was quite funny. Like, it was the same director of Madagascar 3, which, you know... Was it? Notoriously. You fucking love that movie. Notoriously, I fucking love Madagascar 3, because I was like, here we go, let's load up Madagascar 3, I'm gonna fucking hate this. And but I was just... It's that French woman, isn't it? She's I was like just running so entertained by that movie, because it, it's so no, that, over the that top. That guy knows how to do, like, chase scenes. Yeah. Animated chase yeah. scenes, and be, like, really fun with it. There's this really funny chase scene in, in Madagascar 3 towards I remember, the beginning. I, remember, I think like, I showed you it, didn't I? Yeah, I was in my room... Probably just playing, like, some shooter. Yeah. Titanfall 1 or something. And then you're like, Jim, just come and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you brought me down here to watch fucking Madagascar <laughs> 3 chase scene. <laughs> but it's, it's so ridiculous, because, like, she's just got superpowers all of a sudden. Yeah. She just, like, runs through walls. Brick walls. And it's leaves it, the... It is, like, funny visual comedy. Yeah. That works. It's, it's, I mean, it's if you can't make that work in your fucking animated movie, yeah. what's, what's, it's, it's, it's what like, good is it? Even the emoji it's, movie It's what you that. do right with um, an animated movie. Yeah. Like, larger-than-life shit. Anyway, what was your first opinion of James? The weird thing was about James is you, you told me a lot about James before yeah. I ever met him. Well, because my earliest memory of James <laughs> was James threatening to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Back in year two. Oh and yeah, then, I feel like you've mentioned that before. Yeah, and then I told the teacher that I was hit by James, so he got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I remember with memory. Ruben, I started playing Halo 3 with him before I realised it was actually Ruben. And one day at school, he was like, are you Beamy Apple? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is weird. Well, like, how did yeah. you start playing Halo with him then? I don't know. But we played Halo with him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. When we were like... Because I met him at science club at school. Yeah. And... We must have already had an Xbox beforehand, and he added me. He remembered the gamer tag. Yeah. God, that is fu- a fucking deep me. cut. And, um... Yeah. Then then at school, like, weeks after I'd already been playing with him loads. Yeah. 
Just just coming up and being like, are you? Is this you? Because we played so much Halo as well. Oh, yeah. So, like... I remember with James, because he'd been brought up as such a... Like a meme. He was a meme. To, um, to me. I remember actually thinking... Oh, you're actually way more normal than I was expecting. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember thinking that. That was that was before he you'd do his fucking like just mad shit that you'd do out of nowhere. Um, but that's James for you. What you got to say for yourself, James? Hi, <laughs> good one, buddy. <clears throat> mad profits says, "What happened to watching the rubbish movies?" And if you knew good anime to watch, do you think it would change your opinion on it as a whole? If no. I knew good anything, I'd ch- it would change my opinion on it. What do you mean? Well, like, if I, if, if there was something I didn't like, let's say I didn't like country music, and then I listened to good country music all of a sudden, then I... No, but I mean, like, if, if you listen to one good country song, but you hate all the rest, you're still going to think, as a whole, the genre isn't for you. Yeah, I, I would have to see quite a few animes, I reckon. I'd to have to start watching animes and regularly liking them. Yeah. We've talked about is anime, anime so much. Is it thing or is it anime? I think I you just say anime. Did I say anime? I think then? I said animes. I can't remember. Anime. We stopped watching the rubbish movies because it meant... It was like another thing to have to do on the podcast day. Because it's already a pain in the ass enough to organise the podcast day. And then when we're actually all here to not procrastinate. Yeah. Well, we, we procrastinate for like five hours. We, <laughs> when did I get here? Which I is plenty of time six. to watch a movie in, but like we would we would still do that five hours of procrastinating no matter what. So, so it would yeah, be, be procrastination movie podcast. Yeah. So we'd record it about yeah. one in the morning. <laughs> so that's the reason. We used to be quite organized. So I think we just had a day where it was always just this well, day. Well, yeah, because that's when I didn't have like. Yeah, you work didn't have on to be. Any fucking day. God knows. Um, yeah. So that's why. That jumper meme is still going. Jumper. Remember that film, Jumper? Uh-huh. With uh, Hayden Christensen? Yeah. Did we watch that for a thingy? No. Because we had a vote, I think, and Jumper was one of them, and, yeah. and, and it lost. And we're like, fine, we're never watching Jumper then. <laughs> Cue clap. Which is... That was a terrible one. Shall I do another? There you go, that's better. Can't believe I missed that. Read this in a bad accent says Best pickup lines. Have you ever successfully used one? In what situations do they work? I chose this one because I don't believe anyone in real life has ever used a pickup line. No. Not not like for seriously. At least not in the UK. I I refuse to believe it. Maybe in America I could see some some someone seeing some like fuck a fuckboy. <laughs> Some fuckboy seeing, like, Ryan Gosling do one in a movie and being like, yeah, I'm going to write that down. Writes it on his arm and he's like, wow, are you an angel? Yeah. Is it tattooed? (laughs) Are you an angel? That's my best pickup line. (laughs) Have you ever successfully picked up with that pickup line? Are you an angel? (laughs) I, I just don't really like the concept of, like, picking someone up. Really, I've yeah, I've you know picked I mean. someone up and just ran off with them before. No, but that's normal. I I mean, like going into a bar and, and scouting it out and being like, it is weird. Yeah, you. It's I want you. I'm gonna go over to you and try and fuck you. 
There's a joke in, in one of the episodes of Peep Show where they're like, they're like, goth girl is, makes a joke about why doesn't everyone just line up in terms of attractiveness and yeah. then just go and fuck? Yeah, just be like done with it. Attractive, get the most attractive. Yeah. And, and then the and rest just, just go from there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not really my thing. I, I Leave a comment if you've ever used a pickup line on someone and if We're it's actually get, like, worked. like 20 comments of like, my, I got my current wife by. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like a different time now. You just talk to people and meet people like different ways. There are more options now. Like, why why would you need a pickup line when you can li- or literally have your uh, pickup line in your fucking um, what's that app where you like match with people? Tinder. Tinder, yeah. Um, we can literally have your pickup line in a Tinder thing, so you don't even need to say it or yeah. or even have a pickup line at all you can just have a picture of yourself with your fucking cock out and that's enough I forgot about Tinder we were gonna do like a jar Tinder challenge weren't we who can get the who can get the most like matches I reckon it would either be you or James why because James would just whip his dick out (laughs) his profile picture is just a dick with a little smiley face (laughs) and he just gets hundreds of matches there's something about this one I really like. <laughs> this is a nice one. From the, the the Big Cosmo. Hi, Jar. Not a question, but rather a thank you. The Yogs is by far the thing I look forward to most in the week. So sad as that is. It's always a great thing to listen to on a Monday night and always makes me laugh out loud. Especially when Alex starts fucking crying over Jim saying pussy. It always makes me feel happy and make me laugh. So thanks for making the yogs and keep them coming. And then DVD or DV dot Ra replied, I feel the exact same. So while only half of us are here, thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, that's okay, Jim. What do you mean that's okay? I'm the one that said you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Say congratulations. <laughs> Paris Malone. It's quite nice that people laugh at things that are said by one of us. It's fucked up. What is? How serious? Like, we're talking about serious stuff and they're just laughing. Yeah, we always talk about really serious stuff, like Real Rob. Real Rob. He wants to be taken seriously, so we take him seriously. Minister underscore Wody says, Will you ever post all of your weird old videos or... (laughs) No. Are there some... (laughs) Some that are too strange. Yes. It's not that they're too strange, it's that they're too fucking embarrassing. Well, no, it's both. Like, there are ones that are too strange. What one's too strange? Well, I mean, there's one that you just lost, thank God. <laughs> Does the parkour too? Yeah. Because I knew, I knew people, like, that immediately were immediately asking for it, and it's like, you know, I'd give it to you if I had it, but I don't. No. It's gone. I'd actually protest. <laughs> because it is so weird, like... What we did with the first one is it's quite obvious. Yeah, it was like a top five video. Yeah, just make You drop you knock the cigarette out of Dino Cigarettes map. Tyrannosaurus. So obviously there there was all this dubstep stuff and parkour Parkour was a thing and they were both used together and it was really lame. So we made fun of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's the most thought we put into a video back then. Come on, um, selling out was pretty epic. And 
Then, for some reason, with Dubstep Parkour 2, it just went this completely opposite direction. Where there were, like, two rivaling gangs. <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't actually record anything the whole day. You just basically made a music video with the Mirror's Edge theme tune. <laughs> like a remix version. <laughs> because most of the day was getting your fucking iPad out of the, the stacked fences. My iPod Touch that fell out of my pocket, you know, and got stuck. Yeah, there aren't that many that that are, are left to show. No. And the ones that are are so deeply embarrassing. Some of them I can't watch. There, there is one that is just... <laughs> the Minecraft one. Uh-huh. <laughs> obviously, I think Reuben would actually kill all of us if it was posted. Yeah, I think he would as well. Because he, he is the, the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> <laughs> God, it is awful. What the fuck was I thinking? As it, you you made a good point with that one saying like this this is the kind of shit that Dolan Dart would have memed yeah. if, if he'd got a hold of it if if yeah if he'd have been around been around back then yeah like we'd be fucked you wouldn't have a YouTube channel yeah well luckily um I think he's a similar age to me so he probably was yeah. doing cringy shit at the time as well let's hope so here's the thing though because I, <clears throat> I I think I was saying to Ruben the other day do you think that there should be a law passed that says we don't take it into account anything that that like you've done up until you're like fifteen or sixteen no, in terms of like the no, internet. Shouldn't. Why not? Because if a kid fucking kills the family dog, oh, obviously, you know, within reason. I mean, like, <clears throat> yeah, but an let's embarrassing say, thing isn't going to be not embarrassing because it's legally not embarrassing. No, 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 not that. I, I mean, for <clears throat> say, for example, you do something really cringy and and it goes viral. Yeah. Everyone knows who you are. Everyone knows your name. And you go to get a job, but they're like, "Oh, we can't have this this cringy little rat." <laughs> <laughs> you know? No. Still no, because that it's it's up to an employer. It's there's nothing in the law saying you have to employ someone like if they're not cringy. <laughs> <laughs> cringe has nothing to do with no. Being you know, employed. it's more than cringe. What if you say something stupid on Twitter? When you're 13, and that comes up when your name is searched, right? That because people lose their jobs over tweets and, and Facebook posts and stuff. Tw- tweets from like the recent years, maybe not from when you were a kid. Not me, no. I'm saying I'm now. Saying, I'm. I mean, like getting a job, uh, like working in Sainsbury's. They're not going to Facebook you and see if you've said. <laughs> The N-word recently. You get my point. Because, like, yeah. it's, it's a different time now. All the people that run everything now... I know. They would have been the cringiest people in the world. Some of those people would have been cringier than anyone who exists now. Cringier than... Oh, imagine the videos Donald Trump would have made. Ah. <sighs> that's that's that my mind. point. He probably has them somewhere on VHSs stored <laughs> away in his, you know, Ark of the Covenant the base. You know? So, like... They they skipped all of it. They don't they don't have any cringy Minecraft videos to haunt them. <laughs> They've just got like, oh, I remember that time like, we we sniffed that fucking hobo's ass, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But they have no proof of it. It's all just hearsay. There's actual like proof of that Minecraft video. We've seen it. <laughs> I can go back it. to it whenever I want. And that's bad. It is bad. It's dangerous. I feel sorry for all the kids now. Yeah, because 
No matter who you are. If you and I had had phones when we were, like, seven onwards, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, can you imagine, like, the shit we would have made? Just the most embarrassing bullshit. Yeah. Because you are. I I don't care who you are, you are just embarrassing from, like... From uh, un- until you're like 18, 19 years old. <laughs> like or, for real. Yeah. A lot of people under those ages, yeah. and even people above them, mm-hmm. just, can just be really, really wince-worthingly cringy. Some people never grow out of it. Some people are like 70 years old and just cringing. Yeah. Or cringy, making others cringe. <laughs> this has got to be the episode where cringe has been said the most, I reckon. Quite possibly. But it's all been used within, like, a reasonable context. Like, some of this shit is really cringy. It especially is. that Minecraft it, video. It, we've, we've had, like, a consistent, um... Uh, theme. Cringe. Because real yeah, Rob you're right. is... Crin- cringe is real Rob. And real yeah. Rob is cringe. You should change and it to just cringe. is, like... It's really cringe. cringe. Yeah. Is The Office U- UK cringier than Peep Show? Yes. Is it? Yeah. It's just so because short in comparison. Peep, Peep Show is like filmed from the perspective of people, but The Office is filmed from like the perspective of a camera crew. Yeah. And these characters that are in front of a camera, <laughs> not realizing how cringy they are. <laughs> yeah, that is cringy. Yeah, it is. Mr. Cheese Head 1000. If you could make one thing illegal. What would it be? Um, smoking cocaine. Right? That already is illegal. Smoking heroin, sorry. I meant smoking heroin. Anything to do with those class A drugs are illegal. What about arresting people that have them? Is that illegal? Uh, no, that's legal, isn't it? Arresting people who have drugs. <laughs> then it should be illegal. It what? should be illegal to have drugs, but it should be illegal to arrest someone for having drugs. I, I never really think to myself, wow, I wish that was illegal. <laughs> Maybe, like, being an, a dick. <laughs> no, because, like, being a dick is subjective. No, but only I get to al- arrest people who I decide. Dude, you're not even a fucking cop, so... <laughs> no, I'm just like... I reckon shaving, shaving this part of a dog's neck should be illegal. Because it looks <laughs> really fucking stupid. <laughs> You know what? I don't know. There are some things that are like, why is that illegal, but that isn't illegal? Yeah, but that's like saying, why is this movie a 9.8 when this one's a 9.7? How How is that a fair comparison? Like I'm saying, how is like alcohol and, and, and cigarettes um, being legal any different to like, weed? weed? The main one being illegal. Even though, like, in London, like the police don't even bother fucking arresting you if you have it, because it's like, well, it's a bigger fish to fry at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you just see people walking around with a fucking joint. Like, there's there's this place around here that I've noticed that's just like this drug den. I could walk past it with the dogs, and there's just like loads of dudes standing in there with fucking drugs, and it's like, where? It's right down the fucking For, uh, road. <laughs> research. <laughs> Like, I was walking down the street and this guy, very obviously, smoking a joint. And he sees me, 
yeah, uh, and he and, <laughs> and he sees me and he's like, oh, and he like really, really poorly tries to hide it and he's holding it down there, uh-huh. thinking he's the fucking bee's knees. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, just a ciggy. That is a stupid one. I... It's more what should be legal, not illegal. I would have thought that making it legal would actually save a lot of time and fuss. Ooh. <laughs> don't kill it. Don't you see what I mean? Like, think about it. What is the one thing that the government loves? Money. Money. I know. Right. And weed and then, is popular what, as fuck right now. What? Yeah, it is. Because this generation has nothing to care about apart from, you know, drugs. Ass. Drugs and ass. Weed. And the emoji movie, seeing it ironically. Um, yeah, like, surely you're spending way more money, like, on, on trying to get all these uh, drug dealers and people uh-huh. who possess loads of weed and all that shit. Why not just, like, make it legal and then worry about things that matter a little bit more because mm-hmm. like you let people kill themselves with other drugs surely make it a, d- a decision that way that also probably turns some people off because part of the appeal is the fact that it is illegal so when it is just like you can just buy it in a shop like sure the people who love fucking weed are going to constantly buy it but maybe someone who would have like yeah I want to be, be a fucking rebel at the moment well, they're not going to bother, are they? Because we're like, oh. no, we're straight to fucking Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nuanced subject, Jim. What What do you think about all drugs being legal? All drugs being legal. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> I don't know if if it if you're just sort of asking for it, then asking for what? Well, this like quite. <sighs> There is a hypocrisy to it, isn't it? Because, like, why should these things, which can kill you, be legal and yeah. these things not? You know, like... It is really difficult because, like... Heroin. Part of me says, well, maybe it would be a good idea because then you sort of cut out the underbelly a little bit. You you can make it um, well, safely, at the very it. least. Yeah. You can make money off it. The government can make money off it and tax it. Um... And they can make it safe, so, you know, less people are fucking getting AIDS from needles and shit. And why not make it, like, really expensive? Well, I guess then then that'll encourage people to steal it again, but at lower prices. I, I really don't know. I've, I, it's not something I've honestly thought about very much. But it's just, like, the severity of it, like... I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying either or is good you know I'm just like it's, it is a difficult thing because it is a like, difficult thing there, there is a difference between heroin and cigarettes obviously because I mean, part of me thinks there's always going to be a portion of people who are going to do drugs no matter yeah. what they're go- so, what's so, the point so what yeah so someone like me for example I'm not interested in you know taking fucking heroin anytime soon yeah so what, how would it affect me to have it be available, um, I don't know, from, who would sell it, like pharmacies? From pharmacies or whatever, because I guess when, when marijuana is, is, well that's medicinal marijuana. Well, I guess it I can, depends where. Yeah, exactly. Because some places it's just like, like a shop. cigarette. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Tell us in the comments if you think 
every drug should be legal. Because <laughs> people are getting them either way. Cascade Shores says, Will Jab Labs ever return from the war? I, I don't know what the war bit's all about. But, um... I think we do want to do Jab Labs again. It's just that the biggest problem is, at the moment, is my internet is such trash. It's quite a... A rigmarole to, to get the videos up. Um, because it really does take such a long time to upload at my house currently. I'm, I am looking at uh, ways to improve it. Because if my, if my internet was better, it would be a lot more achievable instead of... about three videos a day. Fuck it, man. Six videos a day. <laughs> Some of them just like... White noise. There's another question similar, it's just saying, will Jar or Alex ever set up a P.O. box? I'm thinking of making you guys something. I've tried we, twice, but they've just sort of blanked me. I don't yeah, know why. It's really annoying, because that guy made that Lego set, though. Do you remember that? Yeah. Of people like have, people have said up. things before that they've made things or want to send yeah, things, like, and they have no way of doing so, because I don't really I just, want to give my address I, out. I didn't want to give any, like, personal address, because, like, Yeah. That's dangerous shit. Mm-hmm. Some people are weird, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, it's a real shame. Well, Pierre, but I'm, I'm sure I could. Yeah. You know? But, like, it's always... I could fuck around, you know, getting a PO box set up, or I could, you know, work on a video. Mm -hmm. I normally choose the latter. Just get your internet sorted. Yeah. Then we can, um... Stream with Angry J. Uh-oh. You're playing with the big boys now. <laughs> Here's the one I was after. The Prez Triple Two. What does each member of the cast think is the best and worst movie of the year so far? In my opinion, Dunkirk is the best and the Emoji Movie is the worst. Just do it on things you've seen, obviously. I can't... Um, Logan is probably the best. Really? Surely Dunkirk would be your choice. You like Logan more than Dunkirk? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I agree, but <laughs> what's your reasoning? Uh, Logan's just, like, better. <laughs> Good reasoning. No, um... I'm what? Obviously, Dunkirk, like, on a technical level... Mm -hmm. It's more impressive. Yeah. And, like, that movie does look and, like, sound and feel amazing to watch. And I do want to see it again. Yeah, I like, want to see it again. Maybe not at the cinema, but when it, it comes it, out. It just doesn't have the weight of yeah. Logan. Mm -hmm. Which is so fucking bizarre. It, like, is, it, it is weird. An actual thing that happened about, like, a really heroic event Yeah, feels less real. Mm-hmm than a guy with claws that's invincible. Yeah. Like, having a hard time. I would say um, my favourite film I've seen this film year is Logan, and my least favourite, discounting the Emoji movie, is Alien Covenant. That film pissed me off. Really? Yeah. My least favourite, I don't know what I've seen. I guess Boss Baby. Because <laughs> I, like, I haven't seen... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm... I really, I really do like Train Spotting 
T two train spotting. Mm-hmm. I probably like that more than Dunkirk, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, so you changed your mind on Dunkirk or no. something? What are you, th- what are you talking about? Because well, you, you said you, you you think you might like it more than The Dark Knight when we came out of it. Which I was it's, like, oh, really? It's hard to say. Because I didn't think so at all. I very much disagree with that statement. I, I When I first see a movie, the needle is like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And it sort of flip flop it, go, it because that that like just ten minutes after we walked out the cinema, it started going straight down. <laughs> but then Why? like because, because you're with me because you you sort of level everything out like all this, yeah you process everything and the needle's got to keep going like throughout. Well, the for me, I know whether movie. or not I like a movie. Um, well, like obviously I instantly. knew I liked it. Yeah, but then it's like the but it's like do I feel bad about liking it? <laughs> <laughs> well, in my case, it was um. Um, do I feel bad for not liking it as much as everyone else with right. Dunkirk? Because I feel like I'm I'm, thing- I'm quite an odd one out with this one because I really I don't know as much as I appreciate it I I I don't love it like everyone else is. Uh-huh. Um, I watched the double toasted video on it. What did they think? And three out of four of them basically completely agreed with what you said. Really? Yeah. Because I get it, like I get the the point, but I have some real problems with it. My my main problems is, <clears throat> like, I, I obviously I didn't even know about Dunkirk. Yeah, but I didn't know that was an event that happened, mm-hmm. and it's just a massive missed opportunity. Like the way he did it. Yeah, this is like a really remarkable thing. It doesn't do justice did. to the real event at all. No, and like it was fucking amazing what. The people of England did to save these people. Yeah. To save these soldiers. Mm-hmm. But you just don't get that in the movie. Yeah. You see like five. Yeah. F- well, it men. seems like the kind of film that. I know, that, that I know, I know Spielberg like... wouldn't do it because he's like he's American and it's not the yeah. same. But it's the kind of you need that emotional element to it yeah. because it is an inherently emotional and like he, patriotic he chose, story. He chose the wrong um, event. To, yeah. to tell that story he wanted to tell, like war has no heroes, but this yeah. war, this f- there were, yeah, there were these these very clear heroes that came and saved. Well, all and these and the French that sacrificed themselves, they, they, yeah. that's completely washed over. Thousands of, of French people sacrificed themselves so the British people could escape. It was a completely selfless thing that they did, so all well, the I mean, British people could escape. Didn't really want to do it? Well, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean in terms mm-hmm. of the grand scale of war. And I und- I do I do understand um, very much liking it, and I do yeah. understand the point of the movie, but I don't agree, um, and I don't think it works. I, I quite think as they well. should have had just a, a, something more emotional in the guy on the beat, the guys on the beach. Well, my my problem is that he he wanted to go with this unconventional way of telling a story about war, where it is purely about the spectacle and the fact that. It's an army of soldiers that are all faceless and they're all, you know, it's just chaos. Yeah. And what you said a second ago, I've already forgotten what you said, um, about war has no heroes. Has no heroes, you know. But in that case, I was thinking to myself, well, hang on then, why did they have um, One Direction Boy in it then, in that case? Because yeah. that, that really highlights a certain actor and a certain person. Everyone else is like a nameless unrecognizable yeah. actor apart from him and I found that quite distracting I understand if you didn't but for me I, I, I thought that was a strange decision yeah, um, 
and I thought to myself, I remembered Battlefield 1 and the way in that campaign it would follow someone for a bit and then they'd die in the first level. Start, yeah. Yeah. I thought, wouldn't it have been cool if they'd sort of gone for a really experimental kind of thing where it would follow soldiers doing things until they died and then would switch to someone else or something crazy like that that really is different as opposed to because I don't think it is it is really about the facelessness of this kind of army because you do you do follow a character but you just know nothing about that character it's all implied and interpreted if you get what I mean but it's it's just like the the I obviously understand that he wanted to make that beach horrifying, mm-hmm. which he did like really well. Yeah, they just wanted to be. But but you know, <clears throat> like I was talking to Grandpa, who was obsessed with Dunkirk afterwards. Mm-hmm. He was telling me facts about it. It was like, oh, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, like every thirty minutes they were attacked by the Germans. Every thirty minutes uh-huh. on the dot. You don't get that at all in the movie. No, like it. Uh, it only felt like they attacked like twice. Yeah, you know when. It, he said. He said, "There was a quote of Christopher Nolan saying something like, no, it's not a war movie. It's a, it's a tension movie, or something like that. Um, or sus- sorry, a suspense movie is what he said.' And, I, and I, I'm thinking to myself, hang on, that doesn't really make any sense because, it, in a lot of ways, every movie is a suspense movie because." every film has to have the ticking time bomb thing, especially films like this. There needs to be a driving force, otherwise everything feels plodding and pointless. Name me a film that doesn't have an element of suspense. I mean, like, just take another World War II movie. Well, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Obviously, they've got to get to this. Well, every war movie ever has suspense in it, so making that the entire point is is bizarre to me. And it seems like a strange, like... (laughs) Because it is a war movie. It very clearly is a war movie. It's a, a movie it's about war. It's the point. Yeah. And, you know, little things where it's like his his insistence on refusing to use any CG, which means some things, like you mentioned, the boats coming in, when it's supposed to feel like there are... Because there were thousands of boats coming. People in fucking kayaks and shit even came over. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you don't get any of that. It's just like, oh, there are five boats, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the people on the beach... Um, 400,000 people and you don't get that impression at all I didn't um, I do appreciate it I do I do get it I think his approach to effects works very well worked very well for the Dark Knight films it worked well for Interstellar and it worked well for certain scenes in the movie yeah but <clears throat> my point is I, it's just I just find it strange that everyone like jumps to the masterpiece thing so quickly yeah um, and, and part of it is like you go into it with a different outlook when you're being told by everyone this is fucking revolutionary. Yeah, this is a new thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I I've, I've seen him. The, the lack of like explaining. Yeah, I do appreciate there's, as well, especially because like, I know Nolan's not the best at it recently. Yeah, that's that's like the biggest thing I appreciated. There's one like bit of exposition which was actually 100 percent necessary because mm-hmm. someone like me that doesn't really know anything about that yeah event, they explain the basics and. That moves on. More so, it was like... I look at Mad Max and the way that was done. You actually sort of got quite fleshed out characters. Yeah. I felt through that. But I I didn't get that feeling with Dunkirk in quite the same way. I guess because the narrative is so different and so much of it is held up by the fact that it is a real event. 
Yeah. So you always have that to fall back on. It's always going to be epic because the story happened. Mm-hmm. So you can't not make that amazing. So it's almost like a cheat in a way. But I mean, again, not knowing the actual event, I I didn't get the feeling that it, it was that amazing of an event. Yeah. I didn't feel like, holy shit, like Britain just sent all these civilians yeah, yeah. and all these civilians willingly went to go mm-hmm. save these soldiers. Because at the same time as, it trying to, as it's trying to be broad, it's also really personal. Can you clap? And what I mean by personal is the, when you see the boats, um, the only one that ever gets any real time is just the, the old guy, the BFG. Yeah. Um, you don't really see anyone else on the boats particularly. Um, the only soldiers you really see is from the perspective of, you know, either Tom Hardy in the sky, who only represents the sky, or the guys on the floor, the, the ground. Yeah. And it is, it is quite a repetitive movie as well. I thought the middle sagged a little bit um, compared to the beginning and end. I thought, and like, all of it was so tense, like every... Well, here's, a, here's the thing about the tension. Uh, did you knock it out again? Oh, it broke. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really feel the tension um, quite that much. As much as I was anticipating, because I I keep saying this, but I saw the... the... Yeah. 10 minute, like, print... Um, thing they edited together before Rogue One. And I thought um, it was it was really really tense, really well executed, but it was just kind of I didn't know at the time, but it was just like bits of the movie kind of edited to Hans Zimmer's score in such a way that is not like that in the final cut at all. So that kind of played with my expectations a bit because I thought if it's going to be on that that level of quality as what I saw, those ten minutes I saw, which were really good. In the way it was edited, and then um, I never felt that that same level that I saw in that ten minutes. Well, all the tension came from the dude from the beach. No, yeah, like I didn't find any of the dogfighters. No, like, it looked awesome and stuff. Yeah, but none of, none of the dogfighting was tense. Yeah, and it was. But I, it's just a fear of mine, like being stuck in water. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's either rising or the thing you're in a. But he does game. that twice in the movie as mm. well. Because it's good the first time, but then when they all go into that little boat, and it's like, does this seem really that necessary? Yeah. What do you learn? You just learn about that French guy. Yeah. Not nothing else really. I I'd I'd come up with my weight like some theory that makes no sense, but like, I was thinking in like a dumber movie. You know that character when you first see him, he's putting on some boots. Mm-hmm. Um, that the other guy had like he'd taken out yeah. of their body. Obviously, it turns out spoilers. He's stolen British uniform. Yeah. I came up with this theory that he'd like because he's doing all this stuff like hiding under the pier mm-hmm. and like jumping on the boats and taking their bodies. I thought he'd tried multiple times to get on boats, and every time he'd gotten wet. So he found a dead guy and got his dry boots, and I thought that was going to be like... <laughs> That's really random. I know, but like I was thinking... Because I, I wasn't expecting them to like even have a story like that. 
No. Because there was, like, no dialogue, and it turned out it was because this guy was French that he wasn't talking. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, I'm, I'm just going to have to make up some story for this guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> but the, th- the thing I really do disagree on the most is is the score. Yeah. Um, Every- everyone fucking sucks his dick. Like, I really feel like I'm the old one out with that one. Everyone says it's fucking amazing. Like, brilliant. Um... But it was probably the thing that actually bugged me the most about the movie. I thought it, that it was too much. Um, it was too intrusive. You notice it too much. Yeah. The thing you, you never get a chance to rest from it. It's, it's the way, you, like I was saying to you before, Christopher Nolan does it. Every mm-hmm. single one, every single Hans Zimmer soundtrack that Christopher Nolan uses is identical. It could be used in any of his yeah. films. Yeah. Because I was thinking to myself the whole time. This technique has been used since the Dark Knight mm-hmm. for building tension, and it, and I'm sick of it now. Like it, it was cool in Interstellar at points. It was very cool in the Dark Knight the first time we'd seen it. Yeah, um, that style. But now it's like, can you just show show us something different? You know, or let's hear something different. Yeah, let's hear something different. Yeah, because he is showing us something different. It's the, but the sound, the the music part is so important to me. For, for emoting and for really getting behind especially the tension part of it but I, f- I, f- I actually feel like some of the scenes would have been more tense without the music in it at times not not all the time but sometimes you know that there are points where you do have to reel it back a little bit yeah. be restrained with it but I, I can't remember a point where there isn't music or at least the thing yeah it's Go and listen to the first track from The Dark Knight. The first song from the soundtrack of The Dark Knight. There's a certain point where you'll be like... You'll hear it, and it's like, that's the same technique he's been using for years. I I thought, to give Interstellar some credit, the way the music is used on the scene with the, the, like, water planet. Yeah. That's really, really well executed. That, that, that actually whole scene. makes sense, though, with the ticking thing, because time is different. Yeah. Because they're yeah. close to a black hole or whatever, so... Yeah. But they're using the time thing again. And again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's the one time the, the just playing a stopwatch into a mic, like, works, because yeah. time is an element. And it's the, the only time in the movie they do that, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought that scene was I reckon brilliantly tense. Out of all of the Nolan movies, has the best soundtrack. Um, the Dark Knight uses it better. The Dark Knight. The I just think like that. You know the part where um, Benedict Cumberbatch is looking at his kids growing up. Uh huh. And like that part tickled me. Yeah, but um, the the scene in the Dark Knight where he's racing to get to Rachel. Yeah. Music in that scene's way better. <laughs> the music. Well, they're completely different, like scenarios but I mean like just like the emotional resonance of it because you actually sort of care about the characters a bit more than yeah. you do in Interstellar which does well, make a th- difference and there, there are even parts in The Dark Knight Rises where the music is better the thing about Interstellar was the first time I saw that scene where he's watching his kids grow, like, grow up before his eyes um, I hadn't seen the first half of the movie <laughs> yeah. so it sort of like hit harder with me yeah. because I didn't realise what had come before it that yeah. is quite a specific like example isn't it mm-hmm. but like i just see i just see these these nolanisms that no one else seems to to see or care about 
I, I reckon they see me. them, but they think it's just great. It's like just more Nolan. I love Nolan. I guess, yeah. But like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not Nolan. trying to. I don't want to not like it, and I don't necessarily not like it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Um, just Logan has been, and I, I do appreciate him a lot because he's the only director who's able to make these original films. He can do whatever he wants, and he does have these attitudes to visual effects and this sort of restraint that is refreshing. Um, and it is it is good for someone like that to but be at the top, but I don't think that means he's n- the thing is that impossible there's, there's to criticize. And there's like arrogance. Yeah. And he's been given like this budget and this freedom. Yeah, the problem like, is when you when you know that every film you release is going to get like yeah amazing reviews no matter what, it is going to make you cocky. Yeah. You know, the the the, the, the thing is the movie doesn't feel cocky. It's just. Just certain like decisions. Saying, when you understand the full magnitude of the real life event, the movie doesn't quite do it justice. No, it doesn't at all. And that like actually pisses me off. As a self-contained movie, it's fine in what it's trying to achieve. But when you yeah. take into greater account the actual event, but it's it like doesn't su- represent it's, it's it. such a mixed bag of like what you're meant to think and feel. Because like when they all get home safe and yeah, the main characters are feeling shitty about themselves. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the whole story about the old guy. Yeah. And the kid who, like, died. And Out of nowhere. That was so unnecessary, in my opinion. But w- what annoys me is the fact that at times it does expect you to get really emotional. Yeah. And beyond the fact that it is an, an emotional thing because it actually happened, which is a cheat in some ways, to get an emotional sort of... Of course it's going to be emotional. Yeah. You know? But I mean the specifically, like, the score's swelling, the boats are coming... Yeah, but like you, you haven't presented this in such a way that that's built up naturally. Yeah, it's just like oh, it's happening now. Be emotional now, because that's this is the part where you're supposed to feel that, and it, it does it doesn't feel organic in 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 the way I, I would have liked it to. Because like when war movies hit me, they actually do really really yeah. really hard. Um, but I I didn't feel any emotion um, whatsoever. At all, I just thought, oh, that's cool. That, that the production on this is fucking amazing. The direction's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot, lots to appreciate, but it never made me feel anything. So in that sense, it felt like a hollow um, kind of film to me. That, that's that, that's the problem. I feel like it would that style would work more with a more recent event because the wars, like we're we're not fighting Nazis now. Yeah, it's way less black and white. Yeah, or even World War One. Mm-hmm. Like, just choose a a war where you can sort of, and and an uh, an event that isn't so heroic. Yeah. Like, why present this stuff? It is strange because it, it is such a because it wants you to question like your morals on one side, but also think how amazing these people are for going and saving these mm-hmm. soldiers. It is it is a time where a bit of schmaltz might have actually worked. Yeah, you know. But I, I I said it on Twitter. Nolan is like trying to be Stanley Kubrick and Steven Spielberg yeah. at the same time. Um, and they're so totally on the opposite ends of the spectrum that when you feel it clash, it really does clash and it doesn't work for me. Um, so Spielberg loves the schmaltzy, the classic cinema um, blockbuster making you feel emotions... Um, whereas Kubrick's more 
mechanical and he wants you to think at the end of a movie yeah he, he wants he see yeah. the point well he didn't see the point in making a movie and like, yeah exactly he thinks yeah. hours yeah hours he wants time. to make it thoughtful in um and complex in a lot of ways and and go against the grain and make you think but those two ideals don't really work it may be if it just stuck to one of them then i would appreciate it a lot more if it was just this clinical thing the whole time and it was had this sort of almost if, creepiness if he to it. If wanted to be clinical, he would have had to stay on the beach and not show the story of the old dude. Yeah, and have it just be really dark, really miserable. Mm. Um, and I, how do you feel about the lack of gore? Because I've seen some debate about this. It only bugged me once, really. And was it was the, when the... he's lying down with the bombs going on? No, it was at the start when they're all running away. Mm-hmm. And, like, four of the guys get shot in the back. Yeah. And there wasn't, like, a drip of blood. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't bug you that a bomb lands on someone and he just goes, Wee! No, because, like, are you supposed to have a fucking video game, like, like no, cause Gears be- of War? No, because people blood. do fucking explode when no, a bomb no, is dropped on The bomb them. doesn't hit him. It hits there and then his body Yeah, launches. but, you know, the, it, it would explode. Like, limbs would go flying. We wouldn't stay in one piece. He's fucking bombed. I mean, if if I'd have to look at that bit again, but I thought I was fine with the bomb. It was a cool shot, but like uh, the, uh, the argument against the gore that I've seen is is a really strange one. It was like people who were there are still alive, and it might really upset them to see it. And that is such a silly argument. That makes no sense. Look at Saving Private Ryan again. <laughs> Um, I think that war is violence, right? Yeah. So surely the violence only adds to it, and it only it only makes it that much more horrific. Well, especially for what he was trying to show, how horrible it was to be on yeah. the beach. So that is a so, that is a bizarre choice. Yeah, weird making it twelve A. Because I remember when I, when I noticed, um, I said to you, "Oh, it's a twelve A." Yeah. When was the last time you saw a war movie that was a twelve A? Mm-hmm. That the violence is almost like just a given with all yeah. the last war movies I've seen. You know, that fucking... I don't know if you've seen it, that film Kajaki. About those soldiers who were trapped, um... I think in Iraq somewhere. With all these mines. And of course, like, you can't have a movie about mines without some fucking horrible gore in it. And that's almost part of it. It's like, filtering that out... I don't want to say is disrespectful, necessarily. But it's not being accurate, is it? Because that's what it is, that... They're not fucking playing paintball, they're fucking killing each other. Exactly, when they're running away from the guns. The start, yeah. Like, first, something that did kind of bug me, to be honest, was the, like the reaction of the guy, the main character, when he's hiding from the British gunfire. Mm-hmm. He didn't really look like he gave a shit. <laughs> he was just like, "Nah, I'm a Brit. It's cool." But yeah, anyway, the the guy's being shot at the start. That did. That is the only violence bit that genuinely bugged me. Yeah. I, I remember th- no, thinking about it for like a second, but then I, forgetting about the it. Is, I don't know if I would have thought that if you hadn't have told me beforehand that it was a 12. No. I don't know. But you would have thought it eventually. You would have seen a comment about it. You would yeah, have yeah, seen yeah. when the DVD comes out. But I mean immediately, because that's like the first thing that happens. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's a bit weird that... There's no blood, yeah. Like, does the... Do the... Sh- uh, like, coats even go... I can't remember. And the thing is, it's been it's been a, a couple of weeks now since seeing it, so there are some things that won't be the freshest in my mind. But what um rating was Planet of the Apes? 
um, a. I would have thought 12A. Yeah. I mean, it's basically that, that a concentration like... camp for apes. Yeah. But that, that was, like, more violent. Oh, look. It was, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. There was blood in it, too, I think. When a character gets shot, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. blood or something. When, when the shot, I can't remember. In the snow and they take the thing off and there's, like, blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, They yeah. end up shooting Just that random guy, shot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is, um, I noticed this the other day. Yeah, it's a 12A. That one, so they're both 12As. War for the Planet of the Apes, which we saw not long ago as well, mm -hmm. is like the polar opposite of um, Dunkirk. It's like the most traditional fucking Very storytelling of all time. Um, it, it, it is, everyone has these like m m understandable motivations to the point of it being predictable. Along with the story and the characters and everything like yeah well this character's suddenly getting some development that means they're going to die um <laughs> this theme is being brought up that means that this is going to happen and then it's going to end this way okay um this character's being set up as a somewhat villain they're gonna re be redeemed it's like a noble sacrifice you know you know all these things where it's like quite obvious um but I sort of appreciate it like at the same time yeah, it's weird because I, I, I don't like it when movies like take no risks, but they, they, they. It's not that they didn't take risks; they just sort of perfected an art. I don't know. Everything just works. It's, it's hard to pick apart something that's like. It's I, weird because you have to pick apart something that you'd normally. The only thing you can say is that it's like too correct. Yeah, or or too safe, too predictable. Yeah. Um, I guess it is weird because normally what you're criticizing films for is because they don't make enough sense yeah. and they're jumping about uh, motivations are all over the place or non-existent whereas with that film it was like well everyone's everyone's kind of I mean, given a bit of time motivations made sense um, like it looks beautiful mm -hmm. had a cool soundtrack yeah I think it was just the sort of lack of subtlety like, it was a yeah. lot of, um, talking, um, a nice combo of what Dunkirk was along with some of what this film does, War of the Planet of the Apes, would have been a bit, a bit nicer, wouldn't it? The one thing I sort of missed was the, uh, sign language. They did it a bit. I know, but I mean, like, loads of the second one was sign language. Yeah. Like, almost all of the ape stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess they did have to show some progress of them yeah. sort of advancing a bit in terms of their speech and that and kind Caesar's of stuff. Caesar's, like, always been able to talk anyway. Yeah. But. And I... You do have to give props to the effects, because, like... They're fucking unbelievable. We've done it, almost, with, um... At least with the apes. Yeah. Like, they look completely real at points. Well, you know, they, they, like... They were going to release it, like, six months earlier than they did apparently but um really they were just like hold on we need Let's to make polish it look it. like these cg things are there yeah and in the end product they i are. mean it shows yeah they are and i i i understand that, that that's also like a an easy way to criticize it um it's like a compliment and also um something you can criticize it for in the same way like like avatar 
you know, the stories, whatever. The thing the is, the effects, the world, and all that is all is all really well done with, for the time. With Planet of the Apes, though, like when they at the start, they're in like this cave. Mm-hmm. Well, not the start, the start, but like in the first act, they're in this cave where Caesar lives, and I couldn't tell if the whole thing was CG or an actual set. Yeah. Which means they're doing something really fucking right. Yeah. But I've I've heard something somewhere where it's like, when you're noticing how good an effect is, um, the story isn't engrossing you. Like it's not it's I, not doing its job. I don't agree with that. No. Like, if if you're watching um, an ape <laughs> speak on screen, your head's gonna be like, okay, this looks real. But obviously it's not, because they haven't trained an ape <laughs> to act. act. I think Sorry. it works sometimes. You know? Like, if there's a crazy action scene happening, and... I don't know. Sometimes action scenes, when they're, when they're just completely CG, they have this thing of being... You know, like the end of Man of Steel, for example, where it's like, wow, yeah. this is all well animated, I guess. And mm-hmm. There's loads of explosions, but... It's been going on for so long now. You know? You just speed this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the hard work from all those animators out there, but it's just not as weighty. Yeah, there's lots to like about it, and I guess lots to criticize about it. I, I know there, especially some YouTubers who really don't like it. I don't think like YMS what? really hates it. Planet the Apes. He, but he hates, all, I think, all three of them. Right. Um, I know Ralph didn't like War. Um. But I haven't actually watched any videos they've made about them um, to really see why. Because I don't really find them to be very hateable movies. No, not at all. Um, because in a, in, a, in a world where the things we listed, like motivations and sensical storytelling to a point, in it's, Hollywood it's blockbusters like... is, is hard to find, it is refreshing to see something that's just like, that is that makes sense. Had a beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. But like compared to uh, Thor two, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I'd be so bored watching Thor two. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> I think for a film about CG apes, um, just making that in in and of itself believable mm-hmm. and work within well, the confines making of the film. an ape holding a fucking assault rifle riding a horse yeah making you sort of invested in what yeah that is doing like that's a thing in this world and making mm-hmm. you not just think wow that is really fucking stupid yeah that's commendable so that that is something that is definitely something <laughs> I guess that's just too inherently stupid for some people if the premise bugs you you're just not gonna get past it yeah it's one of those things I think Whereas I, I want to like it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. It's cool. You know, the 12-year-old in me is like, yeah. that's fucking epic. <laughs> but I just I just like the... Like when they're all... There's something about apes as well. I don't know what it is. Especially like orangutans and gorillas. Orangutans, holy shit. They have the best name and the best face. This fucking plate face. Yeah, the, pl- the plate face. Um, Like, you, you, you feel more sorry for plate face than you do... Like an actual human. Yeah. Like if an actual human was doing the same shit. They have that cheat thing of like, everyone loves animals. No mm-hmm. one wants to see any harm come to animals. 
but then the main characters are all animals. Yeah. It's so, just like an, a, a Disney animated movie. Yeah. But with, like, machine guns instead. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, I guess it was kind of cool to see that in a world... In a world where, you know, Marvel movie, um, only Star Wars movie, you know, all this shit, you know, fits a certain mm-hmm. thing that's sort of expected. And while in and of itself is expected, it's also oddly refreshing in a couple of ways too. Like Logan. Logan was very... Like Logan, refreshing. yeah. Back rounding it back to the subject, like, fucking an hour later. Um, yeah, Logan so far. I it's, mean, we're still only in August. It's the only... It's the the movie that it took to make me invest in, like, comic book movies again. Like... Yeah, I thought I wasn't going to care about them again, really. Yeah, but I was like, okay, there's still hope. But you know, people are saying Spider-Man Homecoming is... Um, the best comic book movie I've seen it, even heralded as. Whatever. Yeah, like, comic book, comic book. Oh, like, right, you know, yeah. You know, like, a, actual representational... Yeah. Of the source material kind of stuff. I think I could I could get that. Whether or not I I'll like I, that, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I just don't think I like comic books. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Like the, In the same way it bugs people that apes riding horses is just silly. I just get bugged by ego dude being... Ha- having a big ego. Oh, that, that's not a comic thing. Well, that's a, specifically a Marvel thing. Um, the way they've chosen to portray these characters as, be- as all yeah. being the same. I don't know if they all are necessarily that in that's, the comics. That's I haven't read them. But, I mean, Peter Parker is. Yeah, but Peter well, Parker's P- Peter allowed Parker to be because he's a fucking teen teenager. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But, I mean, I'm just really fucking tired of it. I'm I'm tired of it in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking when... It's, it's just, like, the most obvious way to get laughs. Yeah. Have him say something sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they probably, in the script, is right... Like, when it comes to Tony Stark. Sarcastic yeah. thing. Hey, Robert J- Downey Jr., just be an asshole to me for a minute. Good, perfect. Moving on now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for Infinity War. Um, The first trailer should drop, and it's just like... Quippy line, uh, sarcastic line. More quippy line. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like the same archetype. Oh, Jesus, what's gonna happen? It's, it's like... I hope they don't do, don't do that thing where all of a sudden, like, characters are completely different. Mm-hmm. Just so they can all fit in a different... But the Avengers worked with those characters because, like... Well, they only had the one smart-ass, didn't this, they? Discounting um, Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, there's only one smart-ass. So everyone had their place. But, like... Now there's Ant-Man. And obviously they made Black Widow and um, Bullguy. Yeah. They're just smart asses as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because there's that great scene in the first Avengers where they're in the... They're all arguing. Yeah. Um, you got Bruce... Fuck his name, Bruce Banner. Bruce he's, he's like the nerd, man. sort he's of straight man. Um, you got Nick Fury, angry man. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Um, Robert Downey Jr., the cocky, arrogant... Snide one who makes fun of everyone. You got Captain America who is Mr. America, straight man, and that what dynamic you worked. Your suit. Yeah, exactly. I'm a billionaire, so it's quite memorable. I remember so many like lines and bits from the Avengers, but I don't remember really anything from from much after that, no. because they all just blur into the same character. 
Like I was thinking to myself, I know it's a bit of a tangent, you know, like Star Lord. Yeah. Um, he he's another one that's sort of um, snarky. Yeah, he is. But um, but he he he's Iron Man, but with more depth. Yeah. But they added depth to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like afterwards. the same story, basically. Yeah. That yeah, I kind of wish Peter Quill was like really fat, or you know, like something, just something different. Because he's just he's, like oh, he's a hunky man. He's, he's another hunky man. That's the one thing Tony Stark isn't. Because he's you know fifty yeah, or something. Well, I mean, he's still pretty how old fucking. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> is his name J.K.? Yeah, it is. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, Simmons. Are we rambling at this point? Or? Yeah. I just fucking hate quips. Just shut well, up. No, but like... Punch a dude. Quip, quips can work. No, I know. But you have to have like, the quippy character. As, as someone that has played a lot of video games as well, <laughs> that is... That's always, a real problem in video that's games. always immediately the, the character. Mm-hmm. Nathan Drake. Well, it's thanks to Nathan Drake. Because everyone loves Nathan well, no, Drake. But, but I mean, Nathan Drake is thanks to just any... Like basic ass Hollywood movie, yeah. And it's, it's weird the they're thing like of, leeching off each other. Yeah, they they make this just quippy character that has no depth, and then if that thing does well, then they'll give him depth as- afterwards. <laughs> the first actually, I've had a really dark past. Yeah, M- my brother used to be my one lifeline, but he left. Yeah. Me. Well, how do you feel about like Daredevil? Sorry, not Daredevil. Uh, uh, fucking Deadpool. <laughs> Sorry, there were like this blur yeah, again. in my fucking head. I was actually gonna say I like Daredevil because he's not quippy. He's just Batman, but yeah. he wears red instead, which is annoying. Some of the shit he says in that TV show is like just taken from Batman. <laughs> red. <laughs> Deadpool is—he's a ripoff of Batman. Like no fucking. Deadpool. No, no Deadpool. I said. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah. Fuck, they—they're blending in my head as well. But Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool's the kind of he's like the original quipster fucking asshole character and if you like that you like that but like, what I like about him is that they took it to such an extent an extreme yeah but at the same time it was something new because there was some violence there was some yeah. fucks in there and it made Logan R-rated. well yeah you can always give it credit for that but I mean him in himself the character would you want to see a, a Deadpool 2 Sure, I'm not gonna go. To, I'm not gonna want to go to the cinema. No, me neither. To see it, but it's just like I. I don't find that type of humor very funny. Yeah, when the jo- when the joke is like when the joke it what like the joke is the character acknowledging that they're funny and saying something funny. Yeah, like, that's not as funny to me as someone like like a joke, a well written joke. Yeah, but I mean, like obviously, a comedian on stage is funny. But no, it's different in a movie, though. Yeah. Like, for a character to be funny, they have to be... Well, they either have to have well-written jokes or be, you know... Just trying to think of, like... Um, Nick Frost in Hot Fuzz, for example, mm-hmm. right? He's really funny in that movie. He's sort of a dumb, lovable idiot. Um, yeah. But he has a character... He's but again, that character has like way more depth than any of the mm-hmm. Marvel characters. Yeah, in one movie. And in one movie, that is a comedy. Not yeah. even like, like yeah. he's making fun of other action movies. <laughs> and I feel more for fucking yeah funny fat fall over cop. Yeah, 
There literally is a fall over joke in that film yeah. as well. I remember it in the trailers. Mm-hmm. I remember it in the trailers, like really underselling the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, though. Like, that will infinitely be funnier and more likable to me than. I'm just sick of like every character being an asshole. Yeah. You know. Like, but that's De- Deadpool's whole thing. Is that it's he's just, just it's already been stolen from him. Yeah. Like Robert Downey Jr. has been doing it for fucking ages. Yeah. They're just not quite that self-referential because they can't be because they've got to sort of stick to the, the theme self-referential stuff does get on my nerves as well though yeah you, have, you have to draw the line because a reference isn't a joke necessarily yeah. but within some confines it, it kind yeah, of can it, be it can it can work but I mean like when you know like the one about him saying uh, which Professor X you know yeah, the jokes yeah. that are playing on their own cinematic universe yeah because it's, yeah that is funny yeah that is funny. but when TJ Miller says why didn't you go talk to that guy? It might advance the plot. Yeah, I, I fucking hate shit like that. When it's just like, we don't... We think this is funny and clever, I guess? Yeah. Where it's just like... No, that's that's like the... You've literally changed the line from... Line that advances the plot to them just saying... Yeah, exactly. This is the line. We'll go over there and advance just the plot. Just acknowledging that you're doing like a cliche thing doesn't make it not cliche. Yeah, like, what do you think about the joke where it's them doing the superhero landing, then? Because that is them doing it, but acknowledging it. There's a bit more thought to that one, though, isn't there? Because yeah. they, they're, they're having a character do it, and then pointing at it and saying, isn't this silly and cliche? But that other one wasn't pointing at that and doing that. It was just doing it. If you get what I mean. I don't know, it, I mean... First of all, it pisses me off that it's the character of it's T.J. Miller saying it. <laughs> not not in not just because I don't like T.J. Miller, but because why is that character acknowledging that he's in a movie? He's not Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. So like, if Deadpool, so did they're it, in this yeah. universe where Deadpool, but everyone can. <laughs> so like, where yeah, are the you rules? need some where consistency. The, there needs some boundary. You need you need boundaries. to have rules. Yeah, I you thought need... the joke with Deadpool was that he's the only one. Yeah, like, and, and everyone, everyone just else is mad. Like, what? T.J. Like, Miller has also had the weird mutant shit and yeah, b- before Deadpool has. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I didn't what? even think about that with the inconsistency there. That really fucked me off. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't laugh. I was like, I don't like you, T.J. Miller. Stop talking. <laughs> Get out of this movie. And then he you says... the second one, Jim. Yeah, I know. Does that make you pleased? I mean, I don't really give a shit either way. <laughs> I, I might just not watch the movie. So. <laughs> yeah, because you, you mentioned it, and the <clears throat> going back to the Always Sunny thing, this, this like interchangeable character thing. But yeah, no. Quickly before that, they laugh at um, <clears throat> what do you call it? A laugh track in the later season. Yeah, like it's not the most subtle thing, but I mean, they don't put it in the show. They don't yeah. like have a laugh track the whole time, mm-hmm. and then like they, they have a character funny. making a sitcom, and then putting in a laugh track to make it funny. Yeah, like that's not actually in in your show. You don't have a laugh track. Yeah, you're just pointing out this is why we don't. It's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Just, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> yeah, but they don't just do it and yeah. then and then point out how stupid it is mm-hmm. as a free pass. Yeah, you know, it's, it'll be like if if um, the Big Bang Theory did the same thing. 
Yeah. If a character was making a thing, and but it's like you already do. Why are you criticizing something that you're doing? <laughs> you're not clever just because you know you're doing it. Yeah. It's, it's, if anything, it's more cynical. It's like it's this it's this balance of self awareness that things have to have because you see YouTubers doing it even. You know the the. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's the free pass thing. Like, as long as I know I'm shit, I can be shit and it's not shit. Yeah. If you just but, constantly joke about how shit you are. Then, you then can be no one can call you shit. But they can. But it doesn't mean anything because it's all you do. It's like in every single fucking video you say your content is shit. Or um, bad. Or look, it's another 10 minute and one second video. How funny is that? Fucking look, guys. Bad's making loads of money. Yeah. And it's like, well, come on, man. <laughs> like, In fact, you acknowledging it almost makes it worse. If you're not going to do anything about it. We we did something similar on the Jarcast. Once, which one? When, when it was me doing started from the bus, and now we're here for like three hours after the <laughs> and that was like a thousand. That was a one-off joke, though. That was a one-off joke. We didn't even acknowledge it, and you weren't missing anything by like going through the rest yeah. of that. It was literally just a fucking repeat <laughs> audio clip with a fucking gif of like Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the second that hits, like we ended the podcast. The second we end it, you can click off, and you haven't missed anything. I mean, you don't do it every episode. If every eight no. episode of the Jarcast was four hours long, and we yeah. just joked about it, like, we... Man, we're making so much ad revenue. Even though we wouldn't, because everyone would just click off once yeah. the podcast is over, and that would be it. Yeah, it's the self-awareness thing that... It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous, but when it's used right, it can be so good. It can be. Like all of those Edgar Wright movies that everyone sucks off because they're really good, they're all very self-aware. But there's it's not taking there's that self-awareness. There's a difference between self-aware and self-referential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now the line is so blurred because plenty of them do both. No, you, you can't be self-referential without being self-aware, but you can be self-aware without being self-referential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every Edgar Wright movie is self-aware. Yeah. But he never once references like how silly the situation no. is. Or, like, or, or he, he does bit through... Clever uses of things that aren't just characters saying, "Look, let's do that thing that they did yeah. in that movie." That's awareness. I've lo- noticed loads of American comedies do that. They just like reference something that another movie has done, mm-hmm. or like they dress up as a character that's from another movie, and it's like the joke is that they dressed up as that character that you recognize. Yeah. Where it's like, do you remember that part in um, Hot Fuzz where, um, fucking Nick Frost character is pointing his gun at his dad. Yeah, and he chooses not to, shoots. and he shoots it up in the air as a reference to a, a scene earlier where he was watching um, mm-hmm. the action movie. I, I don't know which one. I can't remember the one with fucking Matrix guy in it. Keanu. Keanu. Pisses me off when people say like movies are bad now. Or, yeah, I know. or f- especially after this year. It's been a really good year, I reckon, so far. Uh-huh. Boss Baby. Boss emoji Baby, the Emoji movie. movie. Boss Baby 2 announced. Yeah, the Emoji Movie's raking it in. Good year for movies. Boss Baby. And it's only August, too. Aww. I know you don't really care about Star Wars, but... Me? New one would be good, yeah. I do, though. 
Oh, it's, it's, it's fucking awkward because the, the whole time watching The Force Awakens, I was like, boy, am I excited to see Luke. Luke's my all-time favorite dude <laughs> of all time. And then like, you see him for like half a second. And then I walked out the movie and I was like, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. But then a year, over the space of a year, I'm sort of like thinking into making it shit in my head. And it's just like, it's a new hope, but not as good. Mm-hmm. And characters I don't like as much. But at this one's it- going to have Luke in it, so... <laughs> hey, at least those characters weren't... Um, they weren't. Which th- was They weren't that archetype, were no. they? And they, they were just likeable. That yeah. was enough. I mean, the, the most, like, quippy they get is... Is Finn. Finn, yeah. And he's not even, like, quippy. And they're going to make it all serious anyway, because they'll just make it like Empire, won't they? Yeah, it's just going to be Empire remake. I'm so scared of that. Do you know how furious I'll be? I'll take everything back about The Force Awakens then. Uh-huh. If they do that. God, I'll be fucking pissed. What would you do if it starts and it's like, lava planet and... No, it starts with um the... Miami, Miami coming down from the fuck, because that's how Empire starts with the... Yeah, no, but it's got to be like... A little bit different. No, it'll still just be Snow Planet. No, they've shown it though, but now instead of it being snow speeders, it's like pods on the sand. The red sand, they leave like a red oh, mist behind. Yeah. It. It's cool imagery, I'll give them that. It is, but I, that could be very different to. That could just be another pod racer thing. On <laughs> it has to, yeah, the, co- the context is important, but. I do think that I'm actually more excited for that one now than I am than I was for episode 7 because for episode 7 it was like as long as this is good I'm not going to be annoyed the tr- I reckon the trailers for episode 7 were way they better. were way better yeah but but there was more of a if this sucks it's like this is it yeah you know but yeah, I, but I was J- just pleased JJ, that it was a movie J.J. Abrams was just like alright um, he played it safe yeah but I, I do sort of understand why he did yeah it I'd fucking hate to be a director and then put on that job. I mean, Christ, what a horrible fucking predicament to be in. I mean, like, it would be fucking awesome. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But fucking horrible as well. Well, it's yeah, especially the, with the with the way the internet is now, and it seems yeah. like 50-50 for people fucking hate The Force Awakens, it seems like. Yeah, but hate is very, like... Well, and it's like a vocal minority thing where people yeah. say it when yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the majority of people who go see movies, they see it and they're like, oh, that was a good two hours. I'm going to go continue on with my life now. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, the people who obsess about film, I mean, I was just happy that it was a fucking movie. Like after the prequels. Yeah. It was like, I mean, that was just like a real, you know, J.J. Abrams is fucking obsessed with Steven Spielberg. You know, it was quite traditionally directed, well shot. Good Had action. some fun effects, really good action, and yeah. and and with it, I'm like, I'm not expecting much from a Star Wars film. I just want it to be fun, mm-hmm. you know. Made me feel like a kid again, and I thought it did that. The fucking original like Star Wars Force theme, though. Mm-hmm. That can like bring tears to my eyes. It's like it's such it's a, weird, isn't it? How nostalgia can it's such a power because I mean, you and I were obsessed with Star Wars mm-hmm. like we, we didn't totally. read the books or anything but like 
that's all that was in our heads. Everything revolved around Star Wars. Yeah. Just a complete... And that was, like, after the prequels as well. But we, yeah. like, never watched the prequels. Well, I don't know. No, 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 we didn't. We we just watched certain scenes from them. Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah, we just yeah, fast yeah, forward yeah. to, like, the action scenes. The meaningless fucking guff. But I don't remember doing that with, um... The original. I, I don't remember watching movies at all. I just, like... Because you'd get the, like, encyclopedia, and you'd, like, look through all the characters and read about it and see all the crazy shit, and you just make up stuff in your head. Yeah. Well, you'd make up all these stories with your Lego yeah. figures. It, it was the combination of Lego and Star Wars. Yeah. Just cemented this obsession in our brains. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to that one. So I, I hope... um. I think seeing Luke will be the kicker, though. That'll yeah, be enough just to make with, that movie with worth music, it. With music, I reckon it has the potential for me to like it way more than Episode Seven. Yeah. Because I was always more of a Luke guy than a Han Solo guy. Really? Yeah. Because Luke Obviously is... Obviously I was. Yeah, Luke is the guy. He's the one... He's the one all the kids want to be because he's the one who has the boring life. He's taken away. He becomes the, the Jedi. Um... The hero. Han Solo is sort of more like if you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He fit that that sort of need more the like handsome rogue guy. Yeah, yeah so that's that would be fucking cool. I also want a an old man Luke a Lego figure. That'd yeah, be cool. Obviously. We've gone on so long now. This has been the longest one in so long and it's nearly midnight. What what time? What, what, what's the hour at? One hour forty. One hour forty. Forty-five. Okay, so write down the like time thing. It's time for you to finally do the dice. No, I will not. Do you know how long it's going to take to upload? <laughs> Get the good internet. I want to. I'm waiting on stuff. Just put the camera on to max for the end. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. He looks dead. He's just fast asleep, don't worry, he's not dead. Good night, Max. Thanks for watching. Um, the, the first... Uh, what was it called? Brocast? What the fuck was it? Not like it hurt. That was we'll see you on the next one where there will probably be... Will James be in the next one? I don't know. It's been two weeks now, surely. I think it's been two weeks. Ruben should be as well. Um... If you've got this far, comment, um... Missy, Berlissi, loving her If you made it okay, this say, far... No, yeah, if you made it this far, say... Oh, Lisa Simpson. Say, ah, oh, Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Um, I, Do you find YouTube sexist the way everyone says, what's up, guys, or, like... Hi no, guys. I don't think that is sexist at all because girls can be guys as well. You know, and then. You know what I mean? Fuck, fuck you. Oh, baby. Oh, Max. Oh, Murphy. You don't have to look Murphy. You don't have to look so down. <laughs>